We've got a code. Use code VOLLEYPOD for 20% off almost anything on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website, including premium memberships, coaching resources, and nearly all books. That's VOLLEYPOD, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. Use it to save anytime you're on the site. Are you ready to take your volleyball game to the next level? Every week on the VolleyPod, we talk to two top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategies for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your game today. Good evening and welcome to the VolleyPod. How are you today, Todd? Davis coming off a loss last night. Oh, you know how that goes. I do. <laughs> it is. Uh, we're we're at the end of the season, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. But your season is over now. Oh man, it was sort of a brutal ending to it. We had a good season. I think we finished twenty-seven and eight, but the way it ended, oh, it was a heartbreak. You three. had a perfect storm of injuries, injuries transfer. transfer. I mean, you had a bunch of different. I mean. It just shows you how fickle our seasons can be. Oh, absolutely. And it happens all the time. There's a, a, this narrative for every season, you know. And absolutely. You never know how it's going to turn out. But congrats on your season. Thank you. Because I watched you guys, and you guys had some big wins. And we were just talking about a team like OLP who oh, just oh, upset yeah. Helix. And that's yes. like, uh, you had a win against them. And that's a yeah, – And I like a lot of those kids, and we like to coach. And oh, so I'm just so stoked fun they got to a good see win them. But it's uh, looking back, you got a W against that those guys. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so when you look at your season, you go, hey, listen, you can play with the best teams in the county. Yeah, and my you know? kids were playing hard. I think that was partly why we were getting a little injured. And we'll kind of talk about this a little bit later. But they were playing hard. I'm, I'm really, really proud of them. Cool. So, What about your season? Let's talk a little bit about the end of yours. I well, know. we uh, so we're in the open division and we played. We were the, the fourth seed and we had the fifth seed, Otai Ranch. We play probably our most con- – as solid a match that we played all year and okay. won that one 3-0 nice. uh which is a yeah. you know you're in the open division you're playing I mean, you know yeah. the otai ranch yeah, they have like they have, 40 wins they played some they played a few tournaments yeah anyway uh so that was a good win and then we had cathedral who most people know the cathedral catholic in san mm. diego has had a pretty uh, talented team and we went out won the first first set let's 25 go. 23 yes. we were all fired up and then lost the second set 25 to 5. <laughs> they got mad. They got mad at you guys. And then it was, I think, like 13. And then the last one, it was, I think, like 17 or 18. And okay. we uh, we battled. So, I mean, our kids, uh, they fought hard. And, you know, we'll talk about a couple things because we have a new, uh, we're, we're going to kind of change our uh, approach tonight. Okay. Uh, because a lot of coaches I know who listen to us are high school coaches, middle school coaches, and their seasons are wrapping up and kind of into that end of season. What am I going to do differently next year? And, you know, we're uh, big into lists. And so mm-hmm. uh, we talked earlier today and you made your list and awesome. I made my list and we're going to go back and forth. So yes. what are you going to do differently? Number one, go ahead and start us off. Well, before I even get going with that, let me say this is one of the things that I do every year is look at what I could have done differently and try to parse out. Should I do it differently next year? Meaning like what were the conditions for like this season's team? And what will be they be next year if I know? Sometimes you don't have a chance to know. But this is one of the things that has made me a better coach by far. 
right? It's just reflecting on this kind of stuff. And I, I think that idea of reflection and, hey, the idea of curiosity, and yes. hey, how can we get better? And that's why, you know, old guys like us are still in the in the mix. We're <laughs> still right. getting after it. We're still I'm having just, fun with I'm it. I'm staying in it until I until I. Well, win you're a young one. guy, no, but I'm, I'm an old guy. You're a young guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting older. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, well, the first one I'm going to throw out there is um, something that came to me more this season um, as it went on, but it's to communicate less in front of the team and to communicate more with the athletes independently. I think there is often a higher like emotional barrier when you're with the team. And sometimes you can lower that a little bit by just meeting with them independently. Um, sometimes feelings are heightened. They don't want to be embarrassed in front of other people, stuff like that. And you can have conversations that are difficult a little more easily sometimes with either a small group or an individual. So that was one of the things that came to me this year. I like it. Makes sense. I'm going to follow up on that with, uh, I have more individual scheduled check-ins with players. Okay. I like Which that. is kind of along the same lines. It's like, Hey, checking them with players. Hey, what's going on? Is everybody on the bus? How are we yes. doing? And we, we've, we've been very fortunate the last couple of years, you know, we've had a love fest and it's, it's been great, but I'm sure there's things that we don't know. And, and we probably, because it's been good, we've probably ignored some things we shouldn't have. So I think that that check-in and just that personal touch is everybody wants to be heard. Right. And when you're talking to the team, you think, oh, I'm connecting with them. Well, you're not connecting with them when you're doing it in a group, you know, right. but when you're talking to them individually and go, Hey, how can I coach you better? Right. And they go, wow, Davis wants to coach me better. Todd wants to coach me better. You know? That's it's, a question I should probably so, ask more often. Yeah. That's, that's a, a that's the question. cards question. So, I mean, just checking in and saying mm-hmm. that, Hey, are we doing a good job? Or you feel like you're improving or practices worthwhile? Is everybody together? What can we do to coach the team better to make your experience more fulfilling? I love it. So, I love it. Good stuff. What's awesome. next? Next. Okay. So this was my first year at a new program and, um, the culture that I was sort of hoping for, pushing for was not the culture that was there. Right. But I, and I knew that, but my point to myself now is expect some resistance as a new coach working with the old coaches, like they're not, they're not old, but they're, they're younger, but they were the same coaches that were there the prior year. Um, that in itself is a challenge, right? But um, I should expect some resistance. I kind of went in there thinking, well, I'm here. They're going to do what I want them to do and everything's going to go smoothly instead of expecting some. And I think my my life would have been easier if I would have expected a little bit of Rocky uh, waters along the way. Well, almost I'm kind of looking at your first two. And if you put those first two together, like, Hey, you expect it and you check in more with those players. Yes. Exactly. And then especially your leaders, then you have your thumb on the pulse of it more. And when right. you're, when you don't have your thumb on the pulse of it and there's stuff going on that you don't know, that's where you find out later, like, ah, if I only, I would have known this, I would have done this. Or Absolutely. So, Oh, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And like you said, you had an unusual situation. Yes. And I'm glad I, and I'm glad I got to work with them. I really am. It's just, it's just different, yep. you know? And so expecting some uh, communication as you go on is important for sure. Yep. What about well, you? Well, along with that, I'm going to kind of stay with assistant coaches because you had that and saying, Hey, uh, and I think I talked about this in, in uh, an assistant coach pod, but I just, I still don't think that 
we're getting all the bang from for the buck we can get out of our assistant coaches. So asking them for a weekly list oh, of like pri two to five minute private lessons. Who do you want to grab and oh, what yes. do you want to improve like and do that. it every week? I think that's and then they have a priority list. Well, my first thing is, hey, we need to do this. We need this. And so now they're taking some ownership. And then I just tell them, hey, take them out in this situation. You know, take them out of warm up. Take them out of our arm swing. They're going to warm up their arm with you anyway, working on this. Take them out and do this. I love that. So that would be, you know, I talk, I talk about it and then I don't do it, Davis. That's one of the problems <laughs> with a lot of this stuff. I know how to say it. I don't know how to do it. Well, that, that, don't we all, aren't we all right. like that? Right. Yeah. And that's, we try to live in, it's like choosing your time and what you're going to spend your time on is the million dollar question. Right. So mine has to do very similar to yours is communicate with your assistant coaches wisely. And by wisely, I mean, pick your times, you know, um, and be very wise about what you want them to communicate to the players. So like you said, be a little bit more explicit about it, but sometimes there's stuff that I don't want to be communicated to the players. Like, um, you know, this girl's not going in today because the other girl's beating her out or something to that effect. Right. So can I just be wise about what I communicate to them as opposed to just what is ever in my mind at that moment, I seem to be very like, uh, urgent with what I have to say all the times when if I just sit back for a second, pick my times, I do a lot better. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, I'm going to move into well, actually, I have kind of one more that's a little more general before I get you know me, I'm going to get into specific volleyball stuff. But uh, the one I have is from last night, less assuming and more teaching. Oh, I like this. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. So last night we talked about we were playing Cathedral, who's a talented team. We ended up winning the first set, and then they smoked us in the second set, right, 25 to 5. And so my team is just kind of reeling right after the second set going. Yeah. I mean, we haven't scored five <laughs> points in a set. I can't remember the last yeah. time we scored yeah. five points in a set. And we're a good volleyball team. Yeah, I mean, we're not yeah, a bad volleyball team. Yeah. But you get rocked like that. It rocked their world. <laughs> but my point to them was, hey, listen. You guys have turned this into a two out of three, uh, which like is it. great yes. because we want a shorter, the shorter the match that we play, the better the underdog's chances. Yes. But they didn't really understand that. Okay. And I, I assume that is... Uh, understood right? understood yeah. i'm going yeah. hey that's great i mean that's great they'd feel good about that right and right. they're going what do you mean and i said well do you want to play a three out of five against them or a two out of three and they're all a three out of five <laughs> they told me i'm all oh my gosh i'm all wait a minute do you want to play a game to two against them or a game to 100 and they're all, oh no a game to two we might yeah, win they found ah, it <laughs> so that's that but right. they didn't know that right and right. and i have a savvy i mean my kids are good i mean oh yeah and they're smart they're kids. Sm yeah i mean these are bishops kids yeah, they're smart, smart savvy kids, kids yeah. but i've been dealing with this my whole life yeah. and they haven't and so teach you know can we not assume and can we make sure that we teach uh you know things like rotations that's another one you know when i think of row two i get this picture in my mind i've been dealing with row two or row, you know row one or whatever it, i mean i have I say row one and pictures come into my mind of the times we were stuck there and what we did to get out or whatever, but they don't have that. Right. Even though they've played a lot of volleyball yes. and I have to make sure that we're teaching that and reinforcing that all the time. 
Yes. I have a, I have an example from my team. We, we, like we were mentioning earlier, we got injured late and right before our playoffs. And I just wanted to flip to the, the setter leads the middle, which to me is not that much of a leap from the setter following the middle, but for my team, it was a leap, you know, and they couldn't, they couldn't get there. And I, was assuming I was a little frustrated, but I was assuming that they could make that leap with, right. you know, they just had never done it, you know, at least enough to, to, to really make it work. So I, I totally hear your point. It's very, very valid. So cool. What's next? Next pace ourselves. Okay. So for us, it was really important. We played, uh, 30, 36 matches this year in about two and a half months. That's a lot of matches. Yep. And we have a small school, so we have a small team. You know, we only have like, you know, 30 volleyball players in the school, obviously, but they're, I mean, that's probably all we got, period. And our our varsity was only playing a, a, about eight players each match. Well, and of your eight players, two of them took got a lot of swings. A lot, over a thousand swings each. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. So maybe we could have switched up how we did practice to make it a little bit more effective for all the parties involved like their shoulder was hurting almost every practice day yeah and instead i'm going to talk a little bit more about that but like just could i switch it up could i do some small groups some shorter or longer practices maybe have a a longer warm-up some days or uh, maybe even just schedule fewer matches you know um that's that's something to be considered next year Did you take days off we did take days off and i still thought we probably needed to pace ourselves more and we played a we had two brutal weeks where one week we played, I think 10 matches in a week, you know, because we played Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we played that tournament in Phoenix. And so I think we played, yeah, I think we played 10 matches in a week. And so it's just a lot. So it may be just decreasing the load in a few weeks. You know what I mean too? So it's just looking at that. All right. What else you got? All right. So now I'm getting into some skill stuff. And weaponize serving from day one. Oh, and so like if we have to look at this last match against Cathedral, we served ninety four percent in, which is not the stat that we wanted against Cathedral. <laughs> we wanted like seventy percent right. in, but right. just serving All just aces. as tough as we could and getting some aces, but you know we kind of focused all year on being better at the service line and being consistent, and then making that change wasn't easy, but we have to have this idea of weaponizing. How are they going to do high velocity? Are they going to have different serves? How is their serve going to be a weapon so they can go back and run off five points, six points, seven points, and change the course of the match for us? And and I think we did a better job with serving this year. Our serving stats are a little bit better, but I just really think that we have to get them to have this kind of offensive mindset, almost like an attacker. Like I'm going back and Hey, I'm the one and we celebrate who has the longest streak every match. And we, yeah. So anyway, weaponize serving. Weaponize it. I like it. Um, All right. So my next one is body care slash fitness daily. They need to recover like champions. It kind of has to do with the season's going to take a toll on you no matter what. It's, It's a long, it's a short season, but it's compact right two and a half months three months but you're playing a lot you're practicing every day every day yeah and uh five six days a week and this is maybe one of the things i assumed is that they were taking care of their body as as much as we hoped and i don't think that was the case so i have to put into my practice some body care some 
fitness daily. And when I'm talking about fitness, I'm not talking about trying to break them. I'm trying to repair them. Right. right? So our fitness is rolling out or, um, you know, yoga, that kind of thing. Some of some restorative health right. type of stuff. So we need to do a little bit of that every day. And it's so easy for me to skip it that I just oh, I got well, out of the habit. And, you know, we lift twice a week. Oh, see, that's great. That's awesome. We don't. And <laughs> we should. so we're putting an hour a week of our practice time to into lifting. Yeah. And I'm always like, we need all this volleyball. You know, you know me, I'm a big list yeah. guy. And we have these big lists of things we need to work on. And then we're back in lifting. And I'm just going, oh, my gosh. But we've been pretty healthy, you know, yes. and that's the thing. I think that it's it's really been good for us, even though I, you know, you know, it kills me to not use that time for volleyball yeah i hear but, that uh anyway yeah all right that's a good one uh next one uh individual defense can we stress feet on the ground and second push from day one? Oh, okay so that is going to be one of the things that we do we get our feet on the ground on contact and we're able to get that second push meaning we're able to take a step and then push off that and stay on our feet Okay, okay. And we do that day one. That's like something that we do that other teams don't do. We show video, we show, you know, we have compilation of kids like Sid and you would have really been proud of Anna last night. She was really good too. She yeah. did made some Sid moves last night. Really you nice. would have been proud. I root for, you just, everyone roots uh, for Anna. She's oh the best. yeah, she's yeah. awesome. So anyway, so cool. uh, but we needed to, I mean, it seems like, you know, we're at the end of our season and we were even working on it today, you know, we're trying to fix stuff. It's like there's some things that should be, hey, defense, you know, core defense, they were better at that than us. And it wasn't because they were more, I mean, hey, they're bigger, faster, stronger, but it, that wasn't why. They were just right. better than that. And that's a technique thing that we can be as good, if not better, than a team that is bigger, faster, stronger if Absolutely. we train it well. That's and they were better point. trained at it. I mean, that's, I hate to say it, but they were. Hey. That we live and learn, right? Yep. That's why we're doing this. That's it's right. awesome. Why? When you lose 25 to 5, you learn something. <laughs> you got a little margin for improvement. <laughs> no, I like it. All right. So next, communicate roles more clearly. And I think every coach knows to communicate the roles clearly. Like, it's obvious. But I just always come back to people are uncomfortable with this. And I am hurt that they're hurt by it. And... I think sometimes I just play it by ear because I'm hoping to get them in and maybe that hurts their feelings a little bit. I don't know. I just, I wanted to keep the status quo, but being more directive would have probably helped. So meaning if I, if, because we had a big swing in sort of, especially in the middle in terms of who was starting as it, as the season went on. And if I would have just said, okay, this girl's starting to, you know, push towards starting. I think that would have been a lot more helpful than me sort of, hedging my bets and playing them a little bit here and there. I don't know. I just, I wish I was a little bit more clear with that. And I'm still working on the perfect way to figure out how to say that to them. Cause it seems like every time you say that their, their role is not what they want, they're just not offended is not the right word, but just, just hurt. They have hurt feelings. And I think if you're an athlete, you probably should in a sense have hurt feelings because you're, you want to be on the floor, but I'm trying to figure I'll throw out one thing way. out. Yeah. Please. Can you start, at the beginning of the season, it's kind of priming them for it before even the roles are there. Ooh, I like that. And so can you go, hey, this is how the roles are going to be. And I'm going to call you in right before we get going when I think I know what the roles are. I'm going to, hey, what do you think your role is? I'm going to meet with everybody. Okay. 
And so, and then, you know, we're going to be transparent through the year and we're going to meet and I'm going to meet with some players who I think are struggling. I meet with them every week because I know that you're one of the people I'm going to meet with every week because I know that, hey, you're trying to push to get more playing time. Some other people who are playing all the time, I don't need to meet with them every week. They're, you know, hey, my, you know, I don't need to meet with Nalani every week about her role. She's our five one setter. Right. She's in right. all the time. <laughs> she knows her role. Right. But I need to meet with, you know, I mean, you know, Paige this year, we had her as a backup setter. We had her as a back. I mean, and she was always coming, hey, what am I supposed to do? I mean, you know what? I mean, we weren't clear enough with her and we should have been, we should have just had a weekly check-in. Hey, yeah. here's where we are. And because her role changed. And yes. I, once again, that assuming, I assume that she kind of knew and because uh, I was thinking about her all the time. Yes. But she didn't know what I'm thinking all the time. Right. And I'm talking to Katie about it, you know, my, you know, co-head coach. And just because we're, it's fresh in our minds, it's not fresh in her mind. Right. Well, and the other thing that, that, that brings me to is, is, what was in my mind too is how much I appreciate this person in that role. Like they're killing it in their small role, you know, they're smaller than a lot of the girls on the team, but it was, they were doing such a great job. Right. That's in my mind too. But do they know that? Maybe do they know not, that? You right. Know? Are yeah. you celebrating? That? Yeah. So right. All right. The next one for me is keeping quick attacks off the net. Ooh, and, you know, this is, you know, <laughs> We're in, you know, hitting warmups yesterday, and we have, I mean, our middle, you know, our middles are small, but we're trying to hit it fast, and they're getting better, and they're burying some balls, but we don't want to bury balls. We want some space where we can hit balls deep and hard and fast. And it, it takes me to in pregame, do I need to have a coach blocking? So they have to have, they have to have space to hit it around the coach. And I think that's kind of where we are with. That. I like that. That's a really good one for sure. All right, so my next one is play a tougher schedule. Ooh, okay. And I just put lose to learn more. And I think, you know, you got to be careful. You got to know your team. But our team went down the rankings one week after going undefeated. So that just tells you other teams are playing a tougher schedule than we are. And in this max preps power rankings that they do Did you win your league? We won our league. You okay. Know, we tied with scripts. Okay. Um, but we did win our league, so that helped. Um but I think we could have played a tougher schedule and learned some some more blocking stuff, you know, playing against some quick attack teams. Yeah, or, I mean, I even look sure. at that, you know, playing Cathedral. I mean, hey, they play, I mean, they were just battle tested, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. have seen it all. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's a good point. Uh, I'm getting into teach offense more in combinations to encourage more problem solving. So can we combine things like set or dump or hit fast tempo to left back. Okay. okay. So where is the, if the libero, let's say the left libero is left back. Is the libero way up to get our setter dump? Then we can hit that ball to five deep. I like and We it. don't need to hit it down. And can those things be combined? And can they learn to combine some of those offensive tactics? Even individual attackers saying, hey, I'm going to lift hip or chop line. Right. Where is the right back defender? And can our libero be communicating that to our left side? Can we be, you know, can we start to teach things in in problem solving combinations? I like that. I like that. The one I always liked was when they hit slide, we're going behind. That's a good one too, right? Yeah. So there's just so many like that. I think that the players thinking in those terms too is great. I love that. Yeah. All right. Next up for me is induce a degree of stress in practice. Um, the idea of challenge. I love challenge, this. Yeah. Stress, yes. stress or challenge. You stress and stress, challenge. but I like challenge. Yeah. And I mean, look, when we faced 
a crowd. It didn't matter which team we were playing. We would play pretty bad. Like it, when there was a, a crowd that was against us, we played pretty bad. And so how do they get that before they get that is the question. And one of the things is, can we obviously mimic some of those situations? And then can we, if we can't mimic it, can we re produce it in some other way. And what I'm finding is social stress. The fear of being embarrassed is really powerful with the, the team. And um, so how can we get some of that in their practice? And one of the things that we came up with is just recording the winners, just write down who the winners are. That seems to be enough to put a little pressure on each drill. I don't really, especially when their bodies are beat up, you don't want to make them run all the time. Right. So how can you make we don't it? don't do any of that yeah, stuff. We yeah. don't do any of that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So that's what I got. All right. Next one for me is statting and practice. It's just the same thing, especially serving. Can we really have our servers against our best serve receivers and say, hey, can you be good against our best passers and then stat that? I like that. And so, you know, sometimes if we're playing a weaker team and we have a server that goes off, some of those stats get you know, she'll go on this, you know, 10 or 20 point run against a bad team. Right. Right. And then those stats get, you know, they're not true. Right. Where against our best passers, you know, can we get some great stats over, you know, a big, you know, data set, you right. know, that we have, uh, that we know, Hey, these are servers that can really put our passers in trouble. I like that. And I would say the same thing kind of for the serve receivers as well. Yep. No, yeah, it's absolutely. both sides of it. Yeah, both sides for sure. So I like that. Um, my next one is teach how to practice directly. Oh, I like this. I, I, again, so don't expect them to know um, prior to them not doing it. <laughs> yep. And so I found a lot of times we didn't really know in my mind what a good practice was. You know, was a good practice you playing well or was it, was it, formative like did it shape how we play right and so if i can just teach we those change things directly, some behaviors or at yes. least learn something about hey even though we weren't good at this we know we need to work on it exactly and i would always come in after the fact well we had okay practice you know we didn't do this and i wish i would have said this is what we're going to focus on in practice today as far as how to practice yep. so yeah i like it uh next one me using a timer more in practice i probably used oh, it as okay. much as i ever have Okay. But I get away from it and time, you know, I can just get carried away and just having the clock ticking is really good for me. I like that too. Uh, yes. So using that all the time. I like that. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, my last one that I have here is credit the other team more. We, whenever we lost, it was just like, well, we didn't do this and this. And it's like, yeah, but they were just really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you guys played, when you guys beat up on us, you know, you guys served so well, I thought. You guys served tough. You yep. served deep. You make us try to use our hands or go offline. And can we just say, hey, that's what they did well. Now let's steal it. Yeah. <laughs> now let's take it for our yeah. own. Yeah. I just think that's a good way to end the season. And most of the time I was, I was, you know, ranting about what we need to do differently. And yeah. I wish I would have done a little more of that. Yeah, no, that's a good, good thing. My last one. Uh, a named remedy for each rotation if and when you get stuck. Oh, okay. so we were stuck last night in row two. And, you know, we're trying to, I mean, I think it was Jojo went back and she oh. served like, you know, a 
Musta came in today and said, I think she served 20 times. You know? <laughs> I mean, we lost this, we lost it 25 to five. Right. So, I mean, she served Probably. like, she, it was like over too. 15 times. Right. Oh, wow. And I mean, we passed a bunch of balls, but you know, we tried to, I mean, we had never gotten stuck in row two all year because it's one of our best rotations, right. but you know, we're trying to change as we're going and then their middles listening and just kind of jumping out to the hit. I mean, it's just, it was, we were a chocolate mess. It's just bad coaching. So we need to have that set up before. Yeah. I like that idea. And and not, not only having it in your problem rotations, like I have them in my problem right. rotations, but right. you don't know which one's going to be the problem. Right. And having names where we can just go, right. Hey, we call this, you know, Sammy or something, get into it, you know, and they go, Oh, Sammy. Okay. This is, this is our, you know, row two, uh, you know, change that we're making. This is our adjustment. I like it. Very cool. All right. Nice so, list. I yeah, like I it. I like it. So next up is the videos and we're going to kind of do something different today. Well, we're going to combine our resource with our videos yes. and you know, AOC has been a great uh, supporter of the Volleypod for many years now. Yes. And I, you know, we talk about a bunch of different resources on the pod, but our favorite resource continues Absolutely. to be Art of Coaching Volleyball, Absolutely. AOC. And if you go on there today, what we want to focus on is the uh, under video series. Uh, there is a free video series uh, tab. And then under that, the AOC Quick Hits. And this is probably my favorite uh little corner of aoc that yep. i visit all the time uh jim stone has a bunch of stuff uh i love but they're all two to three minutes and uh you can show them to your team uh, so we're each going to choose one so go ahead what's yours yes. Well, really quick, I call this the pound for pound greatest resource on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go on there, you're going to find a good nugget. I love right? it. Pound for pound. Good so stuff. Uh, my uh, quick hit is out of system offense by Jim Stone. And it's not really how to run your out of system offense, but it's kind of how to think of the most important things in out of system and how to play with those things in mind should check it out it's well worth it it's only a minute 22 a minute 22 just for that i am going to take and you know we just talked a little bit about some individual defense i'm gonna have one that's 10 seconds longer than yours it's a minute 32 <laughs> jim stone the stride slide defensive move nice. so naming a move and having kids practice defensive moves uh and he breaks it down here and it's just super simple and just great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Please feel free to check us out on Instagram at AOC.TheVolleyPod and on Twitter at TheVolleyPod. We would love to check you guys out there. And once again, great pod. Todd, well done, you. Davis. Have good a night. Bye-bye.